The one and only Christopher Williams, not the singer though. This is <laughs> the old singer from the 90s? From the 80s, 90s. Oh my God. I'm dreaming, this Christopher nigga, Williams. That nigga get, said, he, he once said that he would have been way more popular if it wasn't for Albie Shore because. Because they were like competing. Right? Because, kind of competing because like Albie Shore came out and was the light skinned dude with the mm-hmm. like pretty ass hair. He was the mm-hmm. pretty boy. He was making those smooth ass songs. Yeah. And that was kind of like Chris Williams whole brand before I'll be sure. Yeah. And unfortunately I'll be sure is like took over. Blew up, yeah. Took over. His didn't. And we'll say blew up, but he if you look back, he only had like two or three yeah. huge songs. But Chris Williams said that would have been him. Yeah. But, but he was he started getting into all those little plays and stuff yeah. like that. But when it's I'm dreaming, mm-hmm. I remember that. Anywho um we hear Actually, it's the first podcast after my move. I'm now in Atlanta now. Atlanta. <laughs> I'm in <laughs> Atlanta. Remember they used to call it Hotlanta back in the 90s? We still do call do it. Do people still call it that? Mm-hmm. I have not heard anyone say I feel People like, do still be like this. I feel like that's what a stepdad joke The ATL. Yeah, you hear Atlanta, ATL. Did you say <laughs> Gay TL. Gay TL. Neither one of us said Gay TL. I just want you to know someone no. in the background said Gay TL. That was not a that said that. With that, <laughs> she has a little Why she been so ratchet today? The black mecca. <laughs> black Hollywood. Black, black Hollywood. Um, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't even know it's just black Hollywood anymore. It's kind of like Hollywood of the South. Yeah. Because that's where a lot of movies, a lot of mm-hmm. TV shows are being made. It's way cheaper mm-hmm. to make it here yeah, as well. Oh, that's something What's big. What's the abortion bill? So again? this new governor, Governor... Brian Kemp, who Stacy was supposed like to, <laughs> Stacy was supposed down. to be our governor, but now he passed this abortion bill where now companies like production companies are oh, wanting yeah. to pull out of Georgia and probably go back to California. Mm. Well, that's stupid. Well, like he's going to cause a lot of it money to for the city of Atlanta. Like that's dumb. Why would it? Yeah, yeah, for, for the, the state. state yeah, because they film everywhere. Did you know that the most porn in the world is made in South Florida? That's so random. <laughs> but, so, but Florida passed a law about two years ago, actually. They said that they have to start wearing condoms in these pornos. And they said that a lot of these porn companies are pulling out. <laughs> no. no oh my <laughs> pulling out. They're pulling out and moving, <laughs> and moving back to like to Silicon Valley and out to California and stuff to do porn. to make porn because they don't make you wear condoms in porn. I mean, so in Hollywood, Florida. But don't nobody want to watch porn with a condom on? <laughs> <laughs> no, just South Florida, period. So that's Miami, Florida, all of that. But, really? <laughs> but yeah, just fun fact, everyone. You're welcome. You're no longer in South Florida. Well, I wasn't in South Florida. I was in North Florida. Oh, you sure were. Where it's <laughs> North Florida, where 80% of it is Trump country, depending on where you're driving to. Like, if you're in North Florida, the only place that's not Trump country is Tallahassee. And that's because they have universities there. Yeah. Most of the time, any city that has a large university is going not going to be conservative. Yeah. Yeah. They're not because, like, in Florida. Liberals. Right. <laughs> Snowflake liberals. <laughs> Cause like it's shit just running. I know y'all hear the water in the background. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, you hear the water in the background. Uh, I just wanted them to know what it was. Like they like, what is that noise in the background? I'm like, throwing shade. I'm just saying. You 
Shade thrower. Be extra shade thrower. I wish I had a sound that anytime someone threw shade, you could make shade. a sound. <laughs> Shay. I'm tired of this nigga. Anyways, um, yeah. So a lot of porn's made in South. Florida. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you look at Florida, the only places that are like blue is usually going to be like Miami, definitely Miami, Tallahassee, and Orlando. Mm-hmm. And that's you got Central Florida, oh, Gainesville, where University of Florida is. Those four places, the only like in the last election, was the only places that voted blue. But it's funny because in Miami. You have all those Cubans that think they're white and that vote they probably for Trump. go for Trump. Yeah, I know. Like, like a lot of like Cuban women voted for Trump, which is crazy as hell. But like a lot of Cubans, like a lot of old older Cubans, especially, are hella racist. They don't fool with black folks. Oh wow. Yeah, older Cubans do not vote because a lot of them, a lot of times, they're very light skinned. They're white. Say what? Mm. Molly's. Never heard that. It's M O U L L I. I'm gonna Google it, but yeah, yeah a lot of like I had a lot of um, I know a lot of young people when I was in Florida and a lot of Hispanic ones, and they're they said their parents were telling them you can't date some nigger, you can't oh, date yeah. a black man. Yeah, wow. Uh, oh yeah, it's like Molly or something like that. That's horrible. That is horrible. Yeah, but That's um, yeah, it's crazy. I when I first moved to Florida, I guess you can call me ignorant. But I really thought that it was all of us in this together against no, it's rich, not. racist white men. And, but them Cubans, but a lot of the Cubans, like, they're white passing a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So they get treated like they're white. So mm-hmm. they think that they're white. Right. And I'm like, little do you know that if these rich white people knew who you were, they would fuck with you. They want to build a wall and get all of y'all out of this country. <laughs> not just Mexicans. The problem is too many people think that anyone that speaks Spanish is Mexican. You know how people, how ignorant people are? Very. Like, I got a hell of friends and family that, like, as long as they ain't speaking that drum, 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 drum. And like, Wait, if family? But I, saw, I, sent, I sent a picture of a girl that I was dating one time to certain people. And I said, what would y'all do if I brought her home? And they said, who's this white girl? I said, actually, well, she's Cuban. And one of my friends, a certain person said, well, as long as she don't come home speaking that ching, chang, ching, chong. <laughs> What the fuck? And she said, and so she was like, uh, and she said, uh, as long as she comes out speaking English, bringing up Mexican girls here. And I was like, well, she's Cuban, not Mexican. So, you know, that you got all those Mexicans in Florida. And I'm like, well, actually, it's not a lot of Mexicans in Florida. Most Mexicans are going to be in like Texas, Texas, California. There's a lot of Chicago, but they're not really in Florida. I think I would know. I've been to Florida before. I'm like, first of all, you've been to Miami, Kissimmee. Which is the tourist area where all the parks are. Like, that's not in a city. You don't know the city. Ain't nobody can send me from Florida. Like, get out of here. Like, people are so ignorant and cold. And just general. They can't hear you. <laughs> no, that's not good. You need to speak up. <laughs> Did you know that there are actually different vernaculars in the Spanish language? Yes. Like, in Spain, there is almost like a English. But those are the Europeans. Those are the colonizers in Spain. With those, they speak Spanish, but those are colonizers. But they speak a different type of Spanish. Oh no, it's definitely you know you know why? Because actually, the funny thing is the way certain things, the way they are said, because um, mm-hmm. there was uh, one of their emperors, one of their emperor emperors from a long time ago, when they was like their language, he had a speech impediment. Right. So the way he pronounced it, he was like, "Oh, this is how you speak," and he made everybody else speak like that. So the way they say certain things. Is it actually the way that it was first taught? But because he was in charge and he killed you, he didn't do what he told you to do. 
then he just said, this is the way it's going to be, and they had to follow. Isn't that crazy? Imagine having that much power that you can say that you can have a speech impediment or just something something wrong with you. You have something wrong with you, and you can make everybody else just follow along. What if he had Tourette's? And he made everybody else talk like him with Tourette's. People just jump out and say all kind of shit. Don't you think that's what Trump's trying to do to America now? Well, not quite like that. Not that extent. Not to that extent. But he is slick. Not to that extent, though. But yeah, and the modern day, yeah, the modern day, like Hitler, low key. Because, I mean, the same thing with with Hitler was trying to round up all the Jews. If you didn't have blonde hair, blue eyes, type of thing, maybe not to that extent. But I mean, you're trying to round up all these Hispanic folks, you're trying to get ice. And get them all together and putting them in all these, get them fenced in and they're not getting fed and <laughs> That's losing hell away. Like, it's crazy. It, it, it's scary as hell out there, y'all. It's scary. I, I, I used to think that it was just black people that America hated. And then no. I got older and realized after 9 11, they started hating Muslims. Muslims. And then somehow, I didn't know they hated Hispanics also. I don't feel like they hate Asians, though. No, because, well, a lot of Asians think they're white, too. <laughs> But I feel like they, but Asians also too kind of stay within their own selves. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of legendary where they knew they came here and I mean, they made sure to keep the money in their like, yeah, yeah, area. Yeah. Like, Jewish people have done that. Do that as well. They keep yeah. the money in the, and that's smart. I wouldn't be against it. Black like, people need to start like, doing why that. Why have we done that? Like, why haven't we done that? Like, maybe a lot of it is that a lot of these other cultures. They came here on their own. We, we came forced. here like we was forced to come here though, so that's a huge but difference. Hispanics were forced to come here. I would say for I would say the <laughs> higher number though. I would say the higher number though were Hispanics. They've come here, especially over the last let's say thirty years, over the last 30, 40 years. They've come here to run away from where they were, and they always looked at it as the American dream to find a new life. Oh, yeah, I thought that was your dream. That was my glass. <laughs> What? Oh, they was forced because they was running away from what they. Well, I was saying forced as in people drug our ancestors here, and we didn't know where we were going. Like our ancestors didn't know where they were going. People that was running from Mexico or whatever country, they they knew they was going. It was just that horrible where where they they was coming from. They knew they had to get the hell out of there, and it's crazy that they can come here. Like I, I had hella students who are first generation. American, first generation mm-hmm. college students. And they'll tell me about their parents came here in 87 with $100 to their name and could barely speak English. And they've raised the child to be able to go to college and yeah. graduate from college. Basically, you'd be like, what the hell have I done with my life? Not if they can come from another <laughs> country without speaking our language and they can find jobs, pay bills, and raise a kid, raise two or three kids to go to Ivy League school. But they that shows their work ethic. As well, but like that, their discipline, yeah, yeah they very consistent, go. discipline, all of that, like, and that, and but you well, understand why? Well. Yeah, survival of the fittest. Yeah. Yes, I mean because you look where you're coming from, and you know, mm-hmm. like, this is your last resort. You probably didn't want to leave where you were raised, mm-hmm. but now you're here, so you gotta do what you have to exactly. do, and that's why, like, all of my students that are first generation and like immigrant students and stuff. Their parents are like hella strict. Yeah. Because they're like, I didn't come all the way to this country for you to just be mediocre. Exactly. They want them to succeed. Yeah. So. And it's wild to see that. And it's like, damn, I, it's like you thought, I wish my parents was kind of that strict sometimes, but then it's like, I don't know. No, because that means 
you ain't have no life other than in these books Bruh. type of thing. Like when I hear some of my students talk about, uh, <laughs> my students talk about their parents are like, uh, my parents told me that we have to go to an Ivy League school oh, or wow. I couldn't that's date a bunch of pressure. until I got to college. Yeah, I'm like, that's been a, a lot, lot of pressure. pressure. Yeah. One of my former students, she's got two sisters, and her oldest sister went to an Ivy League school. She's the second, and she ended up going to a top 30 university, but not an Ivy League school. And her parents were like kind of disappointed at first. And but she was just like, I did what I want to do. It's a top 30 university. I'm yeah. still going to law school. And she got accepted into law school. Like anything below like law school and doctors and Ivy League school, their parents are going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Their parents also don't think that you can make money and be successful without one of those type of professions. professions yeah. like, but then again, some of our parents don't think that you can be successful having a social media job or doing a <laughs> podcast or being, being a truck yeah. driver, being a clothing designer. Yeah. Like Some of our parents are like, how are you going to make money doing <laughs> That's podcasts? the first thing that they would say. They don't you just waste sponsors. my money, right. especially when you're going to college. Oh, I'm man. gonna major in the arts. What the hell are you gonna do man. with that? You know, I remember mean, when I first went to college, and I told people at church that I was gonna be a communication major. Yeah, and they were like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's communication. But they don't understand that there's jobs in all different yeah. industries now. You can make money in so many different ways. They don't understand, that. but they don't understand that. But they're looking at it. We were supposed to have like accounting, doctors. Yeah. Lawyers, like, those type of like jobs. Very tangible type yeah, of but there's a lot more professions out there. It's a whole. I mean, that you can make money off. People are making ten thousand dollars a month being what I hate this word, but social media influencers. Mm-hmm. Like people are making people make money from testing video games. Yeah, like our parents don't like our parents be stuck on old school thinking. Mm-hmm. I remember but winning video games. Right for like kids winning three million dollars from winning a Fortnite tournament. Which is crazy right. as hell. Like I remember being in high school and my mother, she did not like the idea of some guy coming up to the house and just texting and saying, I'm outside. Like, and my sister going out. You and come in and speak to me. Right. Yeah, they that's respect. Yeah, yeah, that's disrespect. disrespect. Like, that's not disrespect, though. Like, he has no intention of it being disrespect. Uh, the woman has no intention on letting him disrespect her. Mm-hmm. Like, just I do that with so many friends all the time because mm-hmm. y'all outside. Like that's not disrespect. But I think it's also part of that old school way mm-hmm. of thinking yes. where if you come in to see my child, take my child, I need to know who you are. Exactly. So let me come and see <laughs> your face. That's right. <laughs> but I'm talking about like when a girl can be 22 years old and she's just home for the holidays. But even still, so, even still. I don't need I don't need my mama or my father to meet somebody that's just coming to pick me up and it's just a friend. But they, they want to make sure they lay eyes on the person. But they think they the last person that yeah. they know that you I just I don't think it's to that extent all the time where they just want to make sure that it's something safe. That's just their old school way of thinking that they think anytime someone that's of the opposite sex picks you up, that automatically means that y'all are dating or have a sexual relationship. When, but that's a, I'm yeah. talking about my parents. I'm talking about my parents. A lot of parents <laughs> can be different. But that's, <laughs> but that's a huge old school way of thinking, though, where parents think that anytime someone of the opposite... My mother thought that anytime a girl, a girl, a woman was coming over, that meant that I'm interested in dating her. Oh, or your little girlfriend. I'm like, tell your little girl. girl. Tell your little friend to come in and speak to me. Right. Like, and to me, that shows that shows a way of like that old school way of thinking was a lot of closed minded and very surface level. But thinking. then also too, did you think that that was a part of a control 
It probably could be a little bit. I think that I don't want to say my mother was controlling, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think that because uh, but I, my, I was the only boy, it's and that my father well. wasn't always yeah. there, so my mother was definitely overprotective. So I felt like she, yeah, age. she felt like she needed to do that. No, yeah. I get it, but I just that's just a very old school way of thinking where people don't know how to evolve with the times. Because I look at it like this, where. My parents, they didn't have cell phones mm-hmm. when they was growing up. They didn't have cell phones in college. They didn't have they, right. They did not have beepers. <laughs> All right. I, I, I say, my parents are sixty years old. They did not. They didn't have even right up the college. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they didn't have a pager until probably the late nineties. Probably the nineties. So what's the four one one? Right. So like that's just that old school way of thinking that you don't know how to eat when things are changing so quickly. You don't know how to change but at that time. I like I feel like. People that age, they're they're going to evolve, but they're not going to evolve how we are involved. No, and that's what I'm saying. I totally yeah. get it. I'm just kind of like stating the differences, yeah. so I, I don't want to come off like I'm saying that that old school way thinks yeah, is yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. horrible. But if you don't evolve at the times, you will kind of be left behind. But okay. isn't that what happens to older people? Not all. Some not of them all, know how to adjust. Sometimes but some, I think they over adjust and they just do the absolute most. Yeah. Like especially with cell phones, my dad is a prime example of that. Everybody in the household have iPhones, but he loves the little the GI the Jiffy mm-hmm. images. Oh, so that's, that's constantly sending. Mm. That's my annoying. Mom, my mama sends them. Oh my god! <laughs> we were like, stop. It is funny to see it because now, within the last what ten years, things change quickly. Yeah, things never change this fast though. So. It's kind of hard if you're older now. If you're sixty, like my parents, they don't know how to evolve this quickly anymore. Mm-hmm. Us, even us, we are, we're older, yeah. but, but we're older now. We're between twenty eight and thirty one years old. So even with us, some things are kind of like, all right, calm down. We adapt, yeah. but there's certain things that we're like, all right, like didn't this just happen? Didn't this just come out? I just yeah. got this. Need to chill out. But now you have these twenty twenty one year olds. Now they're definitely used to this fast pace. Everything yeah. changing all the time. Exactly. And they told us we was part of the microwave society. No, and what this is this next now? generation is? What crazy. is this? If we was the microwave society, what the hell is this? Yeah. Oh my god, this is right. This is they want everything quick, fast. Yes, even quicker. Everything is faster, faster, quicker. faster. Everything is and they get tired so easily. Yeah, you get tired of that. Like look at relationships. People get tired of shit so easily now. Like. I was I was talking to my therapist. I told her I was like, it's crazy because when I say I'll be trying to pursue a woman, like I really like her, I want to date her and stuff. And then after we've been like together for a couple months, I've something in my head's like, all right, well, I, what now? Yeah, type of thing. Yeah. And I don't think it's like the dude thing in me that because it's not even about sex. Like I had sex and I'm done with it. It's like damn, like how many things are like this in my life where yeah. now I finally got it. Do I care anymore? So that was stuff I had to work on myself. Yeah. And now if I'm like that, no telling how these 19, 20-year-olds are. No telling how these 10-year-olds are going to be when they're 20 Are years they old. even going to want to get they married by cool then? They... What'd you say? <laughs> they look at the cool cool I wish I had a cool shit. You can find one here in Atlanta. That's that plenty is true. Of, you know, these older black women, they got good jobs that can't find a way. Ooh, and these older women, they should... <laughs> and these older women, they'll tell you what they want too. Yeah. Everything to when they're having sex to. I want it Wednesday, Thursday. Tell me. And maybe they go and pick up the tab. They'll take you out to a nice restaurant yeah, and pick up the tab. Yeah. They'll call me up. <laughs> <laughs> come pick No, come pick you up. Yeah, they'll send the car. Yeah, they'll send the car. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, my driver's 
Mm-hmm. She'll call me William, not Will. Yeah. Uh, I'll introduce myself as Will. Hi, I'm Will Thomas. Okay, yeah. William. No, I said Will. I said William. William. Your name is William to me, boy. William Jean. Yeah, well, yeah oh my William God. Jean. William Jean, I need some dick. <laughs> <laughs> William Jean, bring that dick on. Gertrude, I am more than just dick. Shut up. Pull your pants down. <laughs> what if she's giving me money, though, too? I'm going to take it. Shit. Give you kind of like a monthly allowance. Back. I'll give you she'll be like, I'll give you a thousand dollars a month. Boy, Harriet about to pay these <laughs> student loans Harriet. back. Give me a give me a fifty No, Sheila. Harriet. Sheila. Give me <laughs> Sheila? What's that song? Uh uh No Sharon. Shirley. 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 <laughs> woman to woman. Shirley and yeah. Hey Shirley, this is Barbara. That's what I'm talking to woman to woman. But yeah, things are changing fast as hell. Super fast. And it's tiring it's, and draining. It's hard to keep up though. It is. That's why you gotta like yesterday I was at work. I didn't have a working on a Saturday. And I was at work night last night at like 8 30. I was on Twitter. And I'm seeing all this shit that didn't happen just within from Friday night. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. I didn't realize college football had already started. Yeah, yeah, it started yesterday. Know, and yeah. I, you know, I'm usually into the sports and into You've football. You've been so disconnected because right. everything is going on in your life. I feel hella disconnected. <laughs> yeah, you did work and yesterday, though, too. Yeah, that's why. Well, no, yeah. I, I do feel hella disconnected now, but on one part, it feels good. Mm-hmm. To be honest, like I feel good getting on Twitter and being like, I didn't know any of this was mm-hmm. going on. I enjoyed it, like... I didn't like you get on Twitter. Like, I didn't realize chick, uh, that Popeyes was going through all that shit in, like a couple of days. And you get on Twitter and like, oh shit, shit is. Popping. You get your news from social media nowadays, mm-hmm. honestly. And that's how I know some old people can't change because they're like, y'all just getting y'all news from social media. <laughs> I'm like, it's the same news. You the, that is the right? But if we get out this faster, exactly. Like, y'all waiting till five o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon to get y'all's right. news, and I've been worried about um, this. Where, um, where I used to work. The chief police officer, they we had this big session about like just trying to get black faculty and staff with like black students and stuff just to talk. And <laughs> we're having like a round table thing. That's all they want to do is just talk. No action. But anyways. So that's what and, we did at Western though, too. Our every friends, university does Google this shit. versus oh, Nashville. So we're having this round table and we're talking about like we're talking about news, we're talking about social media, and the dude, the chief says, Well, don't get me started on that. Say you young people just want to see. First of all, <laughs> you, you don't realize that. when you start off a sentence like that, that's already yeah. gonna turn off the person that's listening. Mm-hmm. When you, say, you young people, you old people, you college, just whatever you say, you women, right. you being like, bro, even if that's how you feel, if you want to reach people, you gotta evolve, yo. Mm-hmm. You gotta figure out how to reach them. That just shows me that you don't give a damn about if we're listening. And quit placing blame on yes. other... Because I feel like that statement, you young people, yep. that's about ready to about to take sides. sides. You're placing blame on a certain demographic yep. that's not yours. And you think I'm going to want to listen to you now? Nope. Like, I'm already talk, shut you talk out. to me instead of preaching at me. Talk and to me. The older generation does that a lot. Yes. Preach. I understand you got wisdom and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but don't preach to me. No. Talk to me. Reach Find me. out, Find out how, how I'm you. thinking. Mm-hmm. Let me do the same. Be respectful. Let's respect each other. Right. It's just annoying as hell. So he goes, young people, y'all just all get y'all news off of social media. Like, that's going to tell the truth. I'm like, you know, the news on social media, that's the same stuff you're going to get from the news stations. Good Morning America is posting on This is what I'm about Twitter. to say. You know they got pages. The news got right. pages. And 
the same people on the news are the same people on Twitter. So if they're not telling the truth on Twitter, they're not telling, telling the truth, the truth on, on TV, TV either. Like exactly. I don't. That's how I know I'm getting older. Because now I don't believe shit anymore. I'm mm-hmm. thinking everything's a conspiracy now. I'm second guessing every damn thing. Mm-hmm. I see it for myself, right? right. Like, and, that's, right. and that's what like, and that's another thing that gets on my nerves about people because it's like you need to see it. You do have to see for yourself. Mm-hmm. What's the same like? Don't believe anything you hear and only half, half of, of what, what you, you see. see. Yeah. But now everybody on social media believes every single thing they say. They don't give it any time to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if you say, "Well, I'll, let me wait and get all the facts," people are ready to just jump at it. Even yeah. if a new story comes out, officer shoots black guy, you do need to go hear the facts because there have been times that I'm I've jumped and been like, "Oh, well, fuck this!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I look what happened. But then you and see the dude, or a video or right. something like that. And and like, the video oh, crap. shows the kid took a gun out the yeah, yeah, yeah. officer's uh, waist and it's tried like, to shoot him. Bro. So I get it. Yeah. So everything has its own context. And that's the same thing that we talked about earlier before the podcast with the Jay-Z thing. Yeah. They just see the headline and they're already the You show. don't know He's everything that's going on How behind the scenes. Like, and they're like, He's just trying to buy a team. So what if he is trying to buy a team and then wants to sign Colin Kaepernick as exactly. the quarterback? Man, like, don't we need a seat at the table, though? Like, yes. If we don't that's the seat, issue. We don't have a seat at the table. We don't have a seat at the table. So we need a seat at the table. Exactly. Even if it is Jay-Z. He's done enough to show us that he's doing right by the culture. Exactly. That he's doing right by the culture. He's got he has gotten so many protesters out of jail when they got arrested mm-hmm. unjustly. He was fighting for Meek Mill type of thing. He's done so many things. Him and Beyonce have done so many things that we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. So when I hear these stories, I'm like, I'm not gonna jump to anything because I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. But it's so crazy how people one day they're glorifying you, but then the next day they First crucify they you. Then they hate yeah, you. it's just kind of like, come on, y'all. That's just a couple weeks ago, we were just like Jay Z. We love him now. All of a sudden, I don't agree with him, yep. and he's whack. I ain't got yep. no more of his music. He's a sellout. I don't come on now, literally do not pay attention to it because they're going to love you, hate you, they love you. It's the same thing Chris Brown. They loved him and then of course when he did all that shit beat Rihanna, they all hated him and then you just gave but him now, and these niggas love the hell out of him again. They like getting his I'm new albums gonna, and stuff like that. I'm not going to judge anyone for whatever they listen to, what they watch, who they're fans of. Do what you I'm do. Not gonna, do whatever you do. Even if you listen to R. Kelly, listen to that nigga. But I know you can't listen to him everywhere. You cannot. You gotta pick and choose where you listen to that nigga. And what's the line from R. Kelly? Yeah. You believe that you could fly, but then want to be bumping and grinding. Like, well, I can't. Like, I can listen to like the world's greatest, or I'll be back and fly, even ignition. But I can't listen to no or age is nothing but a number. I yeah, because I'm thinking that feels so uh, creepy. Yeah, like you can listen to Step in the Name of Love anywhere. That is a yes, the remix. Dude. But I'm not gonna lie, I took them off all my playlists that I have because I, I play my playlist yeah. at like different events that I do, and I just don't want to make an offer for anybody. I don't, and it's like, and I hate the word triggering just because people overuse it. Yeah, but do. I don't want it to trigger somebody. To say there might be some girl who, when she was 14, that some dude was happen. trying to do something. Mm-hmm. I don't want to trigger her, and I'm just trying to have a barbecue. Right. Like, and that's why I hate that people are so like, I'm gonna listen to him no matter what. Or other people are like, well, if you listen to him, I hate you type of thing. There's a context for it. There's if that's what you want to do, but just know your audience, bro. Exactly. It's, exactly. Just know your audience. There's certain things you can do and say in front of certain people that you can't that you can't do in front of other exactly. audiences. But nigga, people are so steadfast. Right. I'm trying to use the N words. Right. Correct but yourself. There it is. 
But people are so people are so steadfast in whatever they're doing and trying to be so stubborn that they could care less about anything else. And it just is annoying that like But all the viewpoints are coming off social media. It's not like we really have a conversation about it. Our conversation is no convers- on Instagram, Twitter, yes. and Facebook now. It's a, like, um, I forgot what the saying is, but it's an echo chamber where basically where people are tweeting just, just to hear themselves talk mm-hmm. and you get 16 retweets and then you say, oh, I must be talking about something. That's so crazy because I didn't even realize Twitter was back popping because I feel like I hadn't had a Twitter since. First of all, Grandpa, Twitter's not back but, I haven't. <laughs> but Twitter is totally different from when you left to what it is now. You left in 2012. 12, yeah. 2019, Twitter is totally different. It's most of it is like social justice warriors. Yeah. Most of it is people thinking that. Now, I everybody should have an opinion. I don't really think everybody needs their opinion heard, though. I don't need to hear everybody's opinion. Not everybody's opinion. I don't care about everybody's opinion. Right. And honestly. not everybody is. Um, Lot knowledgeable enough to talk about every topic. Yeah, like if you are, if someone's on there tweeting about um, rocket science, who the hell am I to get on there to give my two cents on rocket science? But you would be the type of person. Would be. I would not get. Yeah, out I there. can see you doing I, that though. You would not see me. I can see. see. Well, that shows know. me you must not know about me because I'm I feel not like you would do that with nobody. Okay, I, like, who is sitting on social media? People need to stop that. Sitting on social media arguing. Arguing is draining. That shit is is tiring. I'm not trying to argue it, but I think that's like a misconception about me just because maybe because I'm loud. I don't know what it is, but people think that I'm trying to argue. I don't want to argue with you. If if I don't know your middle name, I don't know you well enough to argue with you. (laughs) You're an angry black man. Shut your ass. (laughs) I ain't angry. I'm not angry at all. You're loud and angry. I'm loud. You are loud. I am loud. Yeah. That's one thing mm-hmm. that, but that's something I can't control. It's like trying to tell me I'm short and then I can control it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't do nothing about my height. Mm-hmm. I can't do nothing about the pitch of my voice. That's yeah. blame genetics. Blame my mama and dad. <laughs> it's something I don't. Know. I ain't never tried to be loud, but I think that's what brings up another question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's like a myth? Do you see yourself in one way? And you feel like other people don't see you how you see yourself. Yeah, oh, because yeah. you're coming from it from yourself. Exactly. Other people are looking at you from the outside in. We're going to uh, do a little ad and get back to this. All right, we're back. Um, so we talked about misconception. Because <laughs> I always feel like sometimes I don't know if it's me being like the Pisces and being sensitive and the creative guy where I'm like, I'm misunderstood type of thing. But I do sometimes think I'm misunderstood. I think there's only a few people that truly understand me. Mm-hmm. And there's can be so many levels to it where mm-hmm. I think there's, you have the people who've known you like your whole life. Mm-hmm. Those people know you at your early age and how you was for like, mm-hmm. so I look at somebody like, let's say certain family members. I was a certain way up until I was 18, and then I left the city of Louisville, went to college. I've never lived in Louisville ever again since I left. I grew in college, and then I grew right after college, Mm -hmm. went in grad school. Then after grad school, I grew in those like three or four years. And then these last three or four years, I've evolved like a lot. Mm -hmm. So those people who I haven't been around on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis in six or seven or eight years, they know me as the person I was the last time they they was around me Mm -hmm. fully. And so I feel like I'm different from that person. So you have those people, but then you have 
the new people you meet mm-hmm. where it's like the person I am now, they totally understand that. I'm like, damn, shout out. They totally understand it. But they don't know the growing up will. So they don't necessarily know why I am the way I am. They understand who I am now, but they don't understand the why. They don't know the do-rag with the kick out will. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> that wore sweats to a birthday party. They all right. He's being a jackass. <laughs> it wasn't a birthday party, but it was a bowling alley. <laughs> That's the will I remember. That's the will I remember. And the will from Canaan. That's um, <laughs> that was probably around like 2009, probably. Will, yeah. So there's a picture on Facebook. Zayas punk ass took a picture of me, and he likes to bring it up every so often. And he'll say, uh, he'll pop say, it's my to life. keep you, it's to keep you humble. Oh, to keep you humble. He'll post like a new picture of me. <laughs> he'll pull up a new picture of me. And put it, do a side by side with that picture, and be like, he'll pop save my life <laughs> all the time. He's such a punk ass. But, but yeah, like, so I'm gonna just paint the picture. Yeah, uh, the picture has been painted. Well, I'm gonna show what I had on. So I had on sweatpants with some Tims, and I had, uh, you can't see my t shirt, and I just had like a jacket on or whatever. And it was like a colorful jacket, too. Were you still wearing airbrush t shirts? No, no, a do rag under my toboggan. <laughs> Probably with an airbrush t-shirt on. Too. It was not a. It, well, it may have been. It may have been like the airbrush t-shirt that I had that said "Cream Christ rules everything." Oh my god, I remember that, Bruh. I was like, when I first met you, you had those. On. I was like, these niggas lame. <laughs> first of all, you know, we trying to get in that this nigga Chris. He thought he was stylish in the mud. Uh, I remember one of the first parties he went to his freshman year. It was early in the school year. His dude come out there. For, he thought he was like 52 going to a Sinbad R&B groove. Sinbad out on the beach. Sinbad's R&B groove reunion cruise tour. This Negro comes out there. We had a college party. And this nigga comes out in them bootcut jeans. He said the bootcut jeans. With some black boots on. He got a button down. He said the white bootcut or the straight leg? Straight leg. Straight leg. And he comes in a straight leg boot cut, and then he's got uh, his button up. No, 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 the button down and the button, and it was unbuttoned down to the chest. You see the chest hurt. Oh, did you have a sweater over it? No, no. It was like <laughs> yeah. he had a brush in his hand. This thing was carrying his brush, brush to the party. <laughs> you know? This nigga was gonna carry his brush to the party. Bruh, like, had to be clean. And, carry his, and he has a chest hair out. Then one night, I remember he got mad at us because we did not like his little jacket he had on. <laughs> This nigga, bro, I was fly. Bro. I was fly. Y'all didn't know fashion. Bro, this, Y'all didn't know fashion. This nigga's collar was so tight. This nigga looked like Count Dracula. What Y'all was that on uh, Sesame Street? One. <laughs> they didn't know Two. fashion. <laughs> I was clean. I was clean. <laughs> this nigga's collar. He was about to fly away at any moment. It was, that a, was a specialty like order jacket bro, that I got off should, the internet. He should have specialty sent that shit back then. <laughs> Should have got special with some shit back, bro. Because I never turned clowns. Me, I look first of all. I even know, I look way better than I used to, but I'm still not like the stylist guy. I, I found what fits for me, mm-hmm. but I'm still. I'm just never been big on yeah. fashion. But I definitely know back then I was definitely. <laughs> Thank God for deliverance. But you know what? It's called my life. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. Growth. It's called growth. So I that's the will I knew. Growth. When I met you, that's the will that I met back in that day. No muscles, the no crash rules, everything around me, will. But that was at a separate place where he was at yes. compared to where he is like now. Yes. You mature, all of us mature. Right. So what I view, like I've seen Will grow up and mature. So 
I know who you were then, but then also too, I feel like we both kind of have matured and we adapt to how we mature. So when you were together, exactly what you were back then isn't what how um, I was back then. So I was viewing you differently yes. than how it is now, where it's just like you were. What are you thirty one now? Thirty one, thirty one, and me twenty nine. Like it's different. <laughs> well, I don't have an old soul. You low key have an old soul though. Oh, it's not low key. Okay, it's not <laughs> Chris has been 42 since I've I have. Him. I have, and I've enjoyed it. This guy. <laughs> I enjoyed my 40s. My 40s. This nigga ain't even 30 yet. He's been enjoying his 40s for a long But anywho, like I was saying, like I, before we got off the cousin, I just feel like, I think because the older you get, and if you move around and get new jobs, and so you're going to meet different people yeah. and go to new chapters, and you put people, there's different sections of your life and meeting mm-hmm. these people, there's not a lot of people that's going to know all of you. Right. So to have someone that truly knows all of you, so if you do have new people in your life, and y'all can sit down and have those conversations mm-hmm. where you tell them all about your past and how you mm-hmm. was raised and about college, about high school, about right after college, and about when you first move and get a new job. Like that's dope to have that person that truly mm-hmm. understands that. And you're not gonna have a lot of people like that because you're not always gonna feel so vulnerable enough to be like that with everybody. Right. Which is really oh here's an old picture of me. I'm showing a picture of me when I did the ah. party like a rock star rock rock star um, Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> in the bathroom. Bro, I thought I was cute as hell. I had shades on. What? What what made you want to do that? To uh, your <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what made you want to do that? That's how you, he was like really concerned. He really thought like, what made you? Yeah. I don't know. I just went to the barbershop. I wanted something different. I had the same shortcut fade my whole life. And I'm like, party like a rock star is popping. And it wasn't even a mohawk. Oh it wasn't even a frohawk. That was. It was so low. Bro, that shit it was, was so a low. low. And then I had the head cocked to the side with the shades on. You see the reflection Bruh. of me in the bathroom. Bruh. With these sunglasses skinny on. skinny ass chin straps. Yeah, those skinny chin straps. That was obviously the what was the barbershop we went to back in Bowling Green? Uh, I can't remember the name the of the shop. Duck cut your hair, Bruh, nah, all right, Duck. We call him Gucci Man. <laughs> Bro, this picture, funny thing. What's the day? Is that August twenty fifth? This picture. Oh my god! This picture was posted on August twenty fourth, two thousand eight. Oh my goodness! Bro, almost eleven years to Wait, the day. That's side crazy. Side. So that was when oh. I first got to Western. So you had that when I first got to the. Yeah, sure did. Bro, I had August. 11th. But party like a rock star was big. It was. Niggas had the had big, the chain. Uh, the big uh, belt. The yeah. Belt and the shirt was stuck there right there. Right now. Not the belt. And then, oh, oh, yeah. And then the bandanas, too. Bro. <laughs> Things came along with. Bro. Was that around the time when Jabose was big, too? I think that was right when Jabose was starting to fade out. Yeah. I think Jabose was fading out. Oh, my goodness. Bro. That's hilarious. Came along with. <laughs> Y'all, yeah. But girl. that does exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> She's so shocked right now. Because Mercy. That, yeah. Thank God. What's something that you used to wear that you look back on like, ooh, thank God I'm not doing that no more? What's something that you are proud of the growth from? Someone's got to speak. You can't sit here with silence. <laughs> you gotta but think. Honestly, I'm really trying to think because I think mm. <laughs> see. You thinking about it too? I don't know. There's, there's nothing. 
Exactly. You, there's Probably. no regret. You don't regret that big ass collar you. No, had I didn't because I sported it well. <laughs> I was said, clean. Like, I was clean. You was not. I was clean. I I thought I was clean. Y'all might see, not perception is everything <laughs> from my internal. <laughs> I thought I was clean. Is <laughs> the things that I was wearing back then. I mean, they're starting to bring it back. The jean jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> so you you didn't wear your hair in a certain way that you like. Ooh, thank God I don't wear it like that no I more. Even if you thought it was fly for the time, I'm just saying there's something that you're like, ooh, thank God I don't do that no more. I still have my ponytails. No, because everything I, I like is clean. Well, your ponytail is, I'm just <laughs> Everything I rock is clean. Bro. Nigga, so. please. <laughs> no regrets in anything. Yeah, all right. Let me go and find anything, a picture. Anything. Let me go find some Even, shit. Even my first college party with the, my chest hair is out. Bro, I was and good. he was carrying his brush around at every port. You yep. turn around and you just see him brushing his hair. Like, who's this I'm probably brushing it too much back in the day. Uh, that's why your hairline is where it is because you just I'm starting bald now. <laughs> <laughs> Chris used to brush the hell out of me, bro, and I regret <laughs> doing it now because I'm like, oh god, my hair, bro. And this nigga do rag was tight and hell. Oh my god, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's how I used to. Bro, I used to wear that do rag everywhere I went. Everywhere I went, and I had the two tone do rags. Now I, that is some food. I had the do rags <laughs> with the dollars on the dollar bills. Bruh, you probably wore it out too. Uh, yeah, I was wearing it everywhere. I never did the long tees though. I never did the long tees. That was I never got that. that was, yeah, I was short as hell. I, wear <laughs> I just had, I just had a white tee, but it was no long tee. Oh, I definitely was wearing white tees. Right, and get you some white Air Forces. Bro, that was five for twenty, and I had I had powder blue Air Forces. I thought I was clean as hell. Bro. You used to wear a lot of airbrush shirts though, too, bro. I did not wear a lot of. I had like two trying to lose everything around you me with airbrush. Air <laughs> and I know you had an RIP. T- nope. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm some real project? <laughs> I'm, there's a different, I'm from the hood, not the project. <laughs> Right. When you I find don't this know. You really gonna be shook when I find that one picture of me with the yes. That's probably the worst picture of me, to be honest. That really is. That was a shitty picture. That was a low point. In your hey man, that was winter break. <laughs> I was tired of night. You know what it was? I had a girlfriend. That makes you lazier. You didn't have to wear shit to impress her. You got comfortable. Yep. That's what it was. I got fat. I was wearing all that. I put on all that college weight. Eating all that Popeyes and Subway and so, fresh food. So he was eating Taco Bell. No, oh, I don't know. Taco Bell, no, Taco Bell was only on campus my freshman year. They closed. Yeah, it was before I got there. Taco Bell. Popeyes was next door to my dorm. <laughs> that Popeyes, Popeyes was... Bruh. Well, see, Bruh. just think how much more weight you would have gained if they had them chicken sandwiches. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> they would have let us get that on the meal plan back in the day. Nope. <laughs> nah, they wouldn't have put it on meal plan. Y'all got to pay extra. Yeah. That would have been at least two meal plans, boy. That was, oh, my gosh. <laughs> see, this is when I started finding myself, though. I started wearing cardigans and button downs and ties. I was fat as hell, though. I lost a little, I basically lost a little white girl off of me. <laughs> I lost an Olsen twin. You said a little white girl, <laughs> though. Bro, I, lost a, I was larger than charge, boy. Oh my God, I was fat as hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's <laughs> I was big, yo. Wow. I did all that. I'm telling you, man. I had a was girlfriend. This huh? Gross. No, no, that's Growth. Gross. Thank God. Yeah, Popeyes is right next to the door. 
Popeyes is right next to the dorm, and was, so it was too cold. It was so ignorant for them to put that there, bro. They oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Popeyes yeah. by the predominantly black, black door. PFT. You know these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to keep us at the bottom of the hill. That's what it was. <laughs> keep them niggas in one area. <laughs> and it was the closest to South Campus. Damn, too. stay woke. <laughs> stay woke. They wanted to keep us together, boy. That is. Ooh, look. And then I used to wear fitting caps all the ooh, time. Lord. Remember, I Bro, is this in your dorm? Nah, that's not oh. in the dorm. I used to wear fitted. Remember, I used to wear fitted all the time back in the day. I think everybody did back in the day. I had, I wore do rag. Oh, the one thing. Wait, will this is at our apartment? No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Hold on, let me see. I think it is. That is not in our. Apartment. Yeah, it is. Ah, oh, that is. The jersey dresses. Oh, <laughs> I had a Paul Pierce Celtics jersey dress. Did you have the one that had the like the skirt in the top? That was cut no, off in the middle, or is the whole one fitted dress? One fitted dress with the high top chucks. <laughs> you yeah. a hood chick. The hood chick Wait, wore that. Did you have the long socks too? No. <laughs> only wore long socks for school. <laughs> Whoa. I remember but that's the only thing that I could think of that I was probably like, damn. <laughs> that's like during the same time when I had the NBA headbands. I couldn't see you wearing a headband. I did. Bro. I had several. So and then also I had the matching wristbands. So when I used to go to Robin's Roost, Robin's Roost had the headband on and then the wristband with my little Echo shirt. This nigga ain't playing nobody's basketball. Walking around in the headband and the wristband. You remember when Echo was big? Yes. I had that. Bro. Them shirts with the little rhino. We look so young in that picture. No facial hair for real. Just chin straps. We all the little thin chin straps. We thought we was doing something with chin straps. We did back in the day. Just make sure you keep my chin straps. Yeah. I thought I was doing some work. College is funny as hell. It is. It really is. College is funny as hell. Definitely thank God for growth. I don't have any ones, though. I I think we went to Fluid. Yep. I used to wear a lot of polos and jeans. Polos and jeans. That's all we wore back in the day. Yeah, that was the one thing. First of all, I was big, so that's why I never fit. Like, look how big I was. That's what I knew I could fit. I want to see him in that picture's thighs. <laughs> not my thighs. <laughs> right. It's a girl in the picture. Like, hold on now. I want to see his thighs. It is. Not William's thighs, by the way. Did y'all ever wear the belt that had, like, the little words that went across and no. scrolled through? No, I didn't. But I had belts that had my initials on. This nigga, you so vain. <laughs> this nigga, vain as hell. This nigga here, I can't. I used to wear like the belts that go over the dresses, like the big uh, belts. I would just talk to my girlfriend about that. Oh, those big ass belts <laughs> with the matching earrings. Yeah. Because why did she show me a picture of her? And I was like, she had that belt on and the big earrings. That was a style back in the day. That's All the ladies had it. One. All the women did I that. I found the picture of Chris with the button open. And yes. The and the My first jeans. college party with this brush. A college party with the red jeans. I had my Chris little chin, chin strap. Chris Bruh. was ahead of his time, y'all. I was <laughs> shutting the shit down on WKU's campus. <laughs> <laughs> he had the boy looking at him. He had the bottle of water in his hand. Bro, look, look at Chris with that, with that shirt open. Chris Bruh, I had a baby shirt. face. There Bruh, was literally no like, hair. Literally, I just got to Western. That's and beards wasn't popping back, yeah, back then. Beards was not popping. I just wanted a goatee. I always just wanted a goatee. Hey, I didn't want nothing. Look at else. Ricky. 
Bruh, that's wild as hell. Let's see one of my heavyweight champion belts. <laughs> Bruh, I wish I could see this belt she just pulled out. Big ass belt, Bruh. Bruh, times have come a long way. Ways. But that is gross. And I remember so I used to walk around with a Bluetooth on all the time. Bruh, okay. You somebody's daddy for real. <laughs> and I used to wear oh, I used to wear long sleeve shirts under my polos all the time. Remember people used to wear long sleeve shirts under their t-shirts? Yes. Yeah, that was. Well, yeah. I wouldn't do it during the summer. <laughs> hey, you'll be surprised. Some people yeah, probably wouldn't do it. This picture they will. Do that in Florida, though. This picture will, bro. Right? Thank God the polo, for your growth. The toboggan with that uh, with the hat coming out. Yes, with, with the little um, <laughs> thing. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Bruh, I thought I was cute. Oh, my God. Shit. All I see is Janae's face. Right. right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of shit that happens when you have a girlfriend and a woman will, like, beat you up. Like, baby, you look so good. <laughs> I'm walking out there, boy. I'm flying. Right. Don't like that boy. He supported you for that. That's that thug picture with your lady. You stupid. When you got when you behind, you got both your arms on her chest behind her neck. That is the thug picture. Right. That's that too hot for TV thug love picture, boy. Like we just got into it before. We just got out of our fight, but we still love each other. Bruh, tripping, but my girl stick this is the lobby we used to always hang out in, Zach. Oh, okay. yep. We had uh, so much time. Talk mad shit, boy. Good times. Talk mad shit, boy. I thank God for growth, boy. His growth has been. This nigga <laughs> <been strong>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's when I started wearing white tees all the time with my cell phone on my, oh my side. God. The cell phone <laughs> on the way. It was like you was trying to get your weight up. Uh, that's when I had I started lifting weights for a little I bit, see? and then school started. <laughs> but then whenever school started, we started eating Popeyes again. Oh my god! All we did was Subway and Popeyes. Subway got all that sodium in that shit, bro. bro that's all we had. I bro. feel like they were trying to kill us bro, at West. I mean Subway, but I mean Subway about four or five times a week. But we thought Popeyes that was healthy back in the day. We thought that was healthy. Oh yeah, we thought Subway was healthy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought Subway was healthy back then. Yeah, I put lettuce. But I got lettuce on here, iceberg lettuce. And shit. Bruh, like, we no. didn't have too many options. We called all that shit back. Whoa, <laughs> bro, bro, <laughs> bro, boy, I'm boy. Back now, question. Yes. Now is that in some situations we look back at pictures and say, "Wow, look at the growth." But is that really growth from like us maturing into a different place in our life, or is that based off of like culture? Good or like where we're from. I think it's both. Mm-hmm. I think one part of it is yes, it's culture because the culture has evolved yeah. and clothing has changed Definitely. and all that. But then it's also you grew out of it too. You didn't keep dressing like that. Like I had homeboys who just kept wearing tees and jeans for a long time. Niggas that are 30 years old still wearing the same thing that they was wearing when they was 21 though. So I do think it's a little bit of both though. I but did. oh and here's that. Picture of me wearing the sweatpants and horrible jacket and toboggan. But it was that little low point in life. He said it's my low point. Low point in life. I I think it is both, though. But one part of it is you do grow out of that. Like, I shouldn't still be. can't come to my (laughs) I shouldn't still be going. I shouldn't still be wearing just tennis shoes everywhere I go. No, you you should get older. Like, you can wear tennis shoes. But you should also have a pair of like boat shoes, shoes, have a pair of dress yeah. shoes, have 
have all kinds of type of shoes. You got to start. But that comes with maturity, but then also to environment right. as well. So yeah. those pictures that we were looking at, we was down on a college campus type of thing. But now you like, y'all like, me for dressing like this. <laughs> and I was like 19 in college. In college. Like, <laughs> but still, though, no but money, still, I don't care, but still. still. Right. Okay. Those cost money. No, actually, those weren't too. Those was loves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we both lugs. I look homeless as hell. God hey, damn. See, that's growth in all type of ways. Like growth is also like people that used to put the middle finger up in every picture. But yeah, I hated yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Like you can't still be doing that shit. If you 30 years old and still doing that, you need to read about it. Whoa. Like for real, used to wear shirts with the words all over the polos. That's the drug dealer wear. <laughs> drug dealers was wearing polos that had shirts all, I mean, words all over yeah, the, the shirts. shirts. <laughs> with the hat. <laughs> the cap. That's a damn shame, boy. Driving up in a black Monte Carlo. Turn your fifth. What you want? Bro, definitely at the pavilion. Bro, <laughs> them college parties, bro. You could, college parties be get so nasty. We talked about this the other night. Some of them college parties be nasty as hell, though. Like, people sweating and twerking That's on them. They're having sex. Oh, them Greek parties, boy. Like, a pretty nasty or a uh, toga party? Oh, the Brother, pretty nasty, nasty party. Parties. I remember those, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's just- Especially when we was having our parties at Western, at the Pavilion, which was a big warehouse and concrete Bruh. ground. Duh, it so was, it was like sweat dripping sweat. from the wall. <laughs> It'd be nothing but, like, weed in the air. The walls are sweat. wet. The ceiling's wet. And everybody then let Chris Brown take you down, Carl. <laughs> them niggas get nasty. Oh, After man. everybody been drinking. Oh, oh my God. God. And then everybody were pregame. So everybody's already Ooh. drunk when they get to the party. What was the pregnancy rate of y'all came Bro. What was the pregnancy? I was surprised more people weren't pregnant back in the Bruh. day. Like, who, like, <laughs> like, was, like, this is horrible, but who was driving to these parties? Because everybody was getting drunk in pregame. And, and, but actually, Zaya would always drive, but he would never drink on the way. So we would, we would take the bottle. And then when we would get to the party, <laughs> he would gulp so much. He's like, I got ketchup with y'all. I'm like, that's not how it works. But he would just take the bottle and just drink straight from the bottle. Oh my like, that's goodness. not. How is that you doing stuff and normalizing a lot we of really, stuff? <laughs> we did so well, much. Know, there was actually a study that just came out um, from um, the CDC that said that, yes, college students, they do drink a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, our generation, Mm-hmm. Are the ones who normalize binge drinking. Oh wow. Really? Yes. The CDC just did a study about that like maybe a month ago. But let's be real, like in college, I felt like we drunk to get drunk. Yeah. To go yes. to parties yeah. and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Now we drink drink to, to cold down. Yes. <laughs> that, that's adulting. So yeah, now yeah, I'm just college, like you're ready to party and turn up and you drinking to get drunk. But as you get older and you dealing with real life shit, I'm just you like, I want to come home. Life. I'm just like, I just need to come home with a glass of wine, <laughs> chill yeah, out, a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, a bottle I sounds more like it. <laughs> Stop calling me down, dealing with these people. Oh, Lord. That is so easy to do. That is so easy to do. Exactly. And it's normal as hell. Yeah. Yeah, depending on what you do. Like, it is crazy. So they said that our generation, as in like the millennials, normalize drinking to get drunk or drinking as like weed. Really? Like a coping mechanism. Yeah. That's because back then they was doing coke. 
So in the eighties, they was doing coke instead of drinking. Yeah. So I'd rather drink than do coke. And they were probably smoking a lot more cigarettes back in the day. Oh yeah, they yeah. Yeah. they were smoking cigarettes. So which one you want? Either one. Like, but I'll do the I'll take the kidneys. If, that, if that's true, then then now like you have like the younger generation than us. They're doing like pills and all yes. kinds of shit though. So now, yeah. so probably 20 yes. years from now, they'll do a study Something. that, what's that, Generation Z? Because we're, I think X and Millennials is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Generation Z, they probably gonna do a study where they normalize doing pills or doing, well, yeah, doing the, ecstasy. The opioids. That's the thing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've never thought about, I wanna do pills. I've never did. Yeah, that's just not exciting. I have thought about one time I said, if I was going to try ecstasy, I would have to do it before 30. So it's too late. I'm 31 now. I'm going to try that shit. I'm too old. Like now, the only time I can do that is if I get married and me and my wife are like, hey, let's try something different. I think it's okay then, but yeah. I'll take half and she take half. And we probably be so old and washed that we were like, oh my God. We ain't doing this again. I ain't smoked weed in 12 years. It's crazy. No, I think that when I get older and married, I think I'm me and my wife are gonna smoke weed together. I hope so, actually. I hope <laughs> we smoke weed together. That's gonna be our vice. <laughs> we're gonna smoke weed together. Make it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hope we don't have kids. We're gonna be that couple that don't have kids because kids are fucking worse. You said <laughs> bro, the population might go down actually because we might stop having as many kids as we do. Cause our generation yeah, aren't having as many kids, kids or already as... married. And that's so scary because now that means the TV show The Handmaid's Tale is really becoming our reality. What is okay? Explain Handmaid's mm-hmm. Tale before I like have a comment. Okay, so The Handmaid's Tale is like a dystopia view of society on how it's ran by a man and women. They have three choices: they can either be the wife to the husband, or they can be a handmaid, which gives birth to all of the children, or they can be a Martha, which is like the the cleaner lady, the maid. But essentially, women have no power. They can't read. They really oh. can't speak. They can't Man, do anything. Sounds like a utopia. I'm just <laughs> 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 utopia. Oh, this. I didn't say utopia. Oh. Yes, that's what I started <laughs> off with. B. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Society. <laughs> oh, it's horrible, though. But they have so many different like uh, consequences for women doing what they was so yeah. used to doing before they had all of these new rules and they using religion as a uh the power to mm. for them keeping it well for keeping women in line. Yeah. Okay, so that's not quite the same thing as I was saying. I was just saying that we're having <laughs> less kids, not that we're forcing women of age. Well essentially that came out of because women were like the society, the American society women were uh becoming infertile. Mm. Well that's more if we need to just clip these niggas dicks then. What? It's not about women getting pregnant. It's about men also making women pregnant. So, anywho, like I was saying. Well, <laughs> the shade right there. Do, uh, birth control for men. That's what I'm talking about. Are y'all about. opposed to that? Hell no, I ain't opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take birth control. I'm not taking no birth control. I will. I would never Square take it. Wear a condom. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. our birth control. Condoms suck. Not saying that I wouldn't wear them. I don't have sex, though. I'm a virgin. So, you swear. <laughs> Not I'm waiting on like strike. If I started having sex, I would wear condoms, but I am like Megan Good and Devon whatever Franklin. that nigga's name is. Devon Franklin. I always mix him up with the dude from Empire. They look so much alike. Though. A little. Yeah. But, but Devon Franklin can... is much shorter. Is he really? Yes, he is short. I met him in real life, actually. Y'all the same height? No, he's a little bit taller. How tall are you? I'm five three. 
He's just a little bit. Is he about my height? Maybe like five six, five seven. On the internet, it seven, makes it look like he's taller. Oh, actually, I'm five seven and a half. I wonder how tall <laughs> Megan Good is. <laughs> Megan Good. You can wear your heels. <laughs> <laughs> you can wear heels if you like five four. Just depends on how tall you are. You first of all, I like a tall woman. Want her to wrap them legs around me and <laughs> I'm gonna climb up a tree. <laughs> climb that tree. I've always wanted to mess with a volleyball player. I've always wanted a volleyball player. That'd be fire. Wrap them legs around me, Serena. Well, oh my god. Well, all, she's a tennis player. Volleyball players. She's tall. <laughs> volleyball players are not short. They tend to be short. They they no, they don't. Volleyball players. Volleyball players are usually taller than the average woman. Mm, I think there's they a combo. They have more ass than the average woman. They're also taller than the average woman. Mm. They ass and height. <laughs> sit that on me any day of the week. He says, "Sit that on me." I can stand up, and she can sit on me. <laughs> Let's go, Lisa. Lastly, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Are we about to pay some bills? Got another ad. Pay some bills. <laughs> Get that money, nigga. Hey. All right, we're going to play a little game. I uh, just want to get y'all, it's like a quick hitter. Just get y'all thoughts on a things that are, I said what I said. Quick hitter. Quick hitter. Quick hitter. Just y'all thoughts on something, on things that I've seen over the past week on like social media. You know, people be outraged over everything. Posting all kinds of things. <laughs> so someone said, I think women use the busy excuse to see if men are really going to do the work to actually plan spending time together. But men say they're busy when they want to avoid women. What do you think? <laughs> Alright, somebody gotta say something. Niggas gonna nigg. Okay. <laughs> I love the thoughts on this. So Wait, so okay. So give me This woman said that the only time women say that they're busy is because they want to see if a man's gonna put in more work to hang to spend time. But if a man says he's busy, he's just trying to avoid her. And I think no. that kind of thinking is stupid as hell. That's dumb as hell. I do think that that is that's not right. That's not accurate. Right. First of all, as a woman, I'm speaking from a man, but for you to say that you're busy just to try to see if this guy is going to continue to pursue, that's quit challenge. playing games. Mm-hmm. Quit playing the games. I think we're old enough to be like, okay, if you want to spend time with somebody, you want to spend time. Right. Don't try to keep having a man go through all these hoops and hurdles. To try to get to you because he could be like, you know what, F it, I'm done. Exactly. Go on to somebody else that does say, hey, I'm available, I'm free. That's cool. But I think also to that point, that is very childish. And women, they do like to play mind games. And it's just coming mm-hmm. from a woman's point of view. But if I say I'm busy, <laughs> nine times out of ten, I'm, I'm actually, actually busy. busy. But yeah. I have a life. Exactly. Like, not only when I go to work, like, I'm working. Mm-hmm. When I leave work, I'm still working. working. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to work out. Exactly. I'm going to prepare my life. Like my, I'm the rest tired. Of my week. Right for the next day. Yeah. And now you want me to sit up here and cupcake with you? No. <laughs> so if you want to spend time with me, make you, it known and exactly. I can prepare to make time for you. Exactly. But if I'm telling you I'm busy, you're more than I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah. I think that's just a childish way of thinking mm-hmm. for somebody to say that. And I hope that no person over 25 is it's actually thinking that. like I that. I said 23. That's, yeah. I just, okay, I'll give you that too. But I just think that's just, just a very surface level, not surface level, it's just a very childish way of thinking to be like, it's kind of vain in a sense, because you're like, he needs to 
fight through this and go through this and break this wall down if he wants to spend any time. And that's a good way to lose a good man. Right. A grown person, period, man or woman, does Mm -hmm. not have the time or energy. Even if I do have the time, I don't have the energy Energy. to want to do that. Like, you got to show me, like, as a man, I'm at least like, I'll go 60%, but you got to give me 40% at the beginning. Just let me know that you are interested and that you do want to spend time with me. And I'll get the other shit together. Mm-hmm. I'll put plans together. I'll exactly. figure out where we're going to go. Just let me know. Like, you got to tell me when you're actually free. Exactly. I got to know that. Okay, cool. So I've been working all week, but Friday evening, mm-hmm. when I get off of work, I'm going to do this, that, and then I'll go pick her up or I'll pay for an Uber or she'll meet me somewhere. And then that. And let's be real. Like, we both adults here. We both got full time jobs. If you're talking about you busy, I'm too tired as well to be exactly. trying to go through hoops and hurdles for just you. Like, exactly. Because I got stuff going on in my life. Like, just be real about stuff. Like, And I think that is one thing that a lot of relationships lack is transparency mm-hmm. and communication. Um, people always jump and assume that, well, mm-hmm. my goodness, you know, we're together, we're talking, we're doing all this other stuff. When are you going to make time for me mm-hmm. without actually verbally expressing the want and the need for wanting to spend time with that person. It's just almost like it's assumed that because we're spending all this time together talking, whether it's through text messaging or (laughs) sliding the DMs, that you're just automatically supposed to drop everything that you're doing to make time for me. I totally agree. (laughs) Hand me that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um. We're on our what, third or fourth fourth bottle of champagne. Damn. No, I think it's three. Third? Okay. Yeah. We're on our third bottle of mimosas. <laughs> Chicken wings, mimosas. And pancakes. Pancakes. Because we have a waffle. <laughs> 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 we have a waffle. And I was going to say, I could have brought my little waffle. I love my, I forgot I, I left it in Florida. Um, and I have one. Okay. So someone else <laughs> said this. If you do anything sexual with a friend, then you're no longer just friends. Ooh, I think that's a fine line that's crossed. Yeah, um, it and it just depends on how strong your friendship was before the sex came into play. Because a lot of feelings <coughs> become involved <laughs> when you cross that line. Yeah. And then it becomes awkward because now you're no longer just friends. friends. You're now fuck buddies. Or now you're just like friends with benefits, but it's hard to go back to that friendship if a line hasn't been Ari, yeah like I think that's hard to do it is hard it's really hard because now your feelings are probably it's involved and they then, probably they are sex is very intimate it is and it's powerful mm-hmm. sex is very powerful yeah eh. <laughs> oh please I kind of disagree and, and, I don't know why do you disagree the man with the with the drug dealer wardrobe. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, 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 that mentality still in me. I kind of disagree because wow. I've had sex with plenty of my homegirls and we have just remained friends. I just and don't feel like I you mean, should cross it, that boundary though. Right. Was it on some experimental shit? Drunk what shit? Is experimental shit. You was drunk. Was you drunk? Nope, totally you trying to prepare it for somebody? No, or? you just happen to have sex. Just so happen to have sex. I feel like you well, can't. I feel like I you shouldn't do that. Oh, because you're a virgin, right? Yeah, you're a virgin. Quote <laughs> yep. unquote. Yep. I don't feel like you should cross. I don't feel like you should cross those lines. Like when it's a friend of the opposite sex having sex, I feel like that just kind of complicates things, and then kind of makes things. Anything for me, actually. Well, maybe because 
for me, maybe I'm a sensitive guy. This nigga. Then, <laughs> I mean, you are a Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been lying. People have always told me how sensitive I was. You are. Like, I am not about to be that. I've never really, yeah, I mean, I've done stuff sexual with. <laughs> We'll get to that later. <laughs> I've I've done sexual things with some of my female friends, and it never was weird afterwards. Like, and we've remained friends for years. I think it just depends. I, I can, yeah, I, I guess think, it depends on the person. Yeah, and that's why I said earlier, it, it definitely depends on that friendship that you had before mm-hmm. sex was involved. Because if it mean if it was one of those friendships where y'all were like physically attracted to each other at some point, and sex becomes involved, then it I think it becomes a little harder. Do you do you think that you either have to be like a very strong friendship or just barely friends for it to like work out and it doesn't be awkward afterwards? So let's clearly define what friendship is because there's a big difference between being a friend, being an associate, being somebody that you really just cool with mm-hmm. or somebody that you just hang out with on the strength of one of your other good friends. Mm-hmm. So let's clearly define what you consider friendship. Define it, William. Some of them was (laughs) Define it, William. Some of them was like friends that I would consider like real friends. Like people that I talk to about all kinds of stuff that I've known for now it's 2019 for 10 plus years actually and that we're still very close and talk about all kinds of real life things. So Is it people you share your location with? No. First of all, the people I share my location with are my brothers, my mama, and sisters. So, oh, there's one other person. Uh, uh, <laughs> there is one other person. Actually, yes, one of them I do share my location with. And it ain't never been awkward. We, you know, been in a threesome together, then had sex in the backseat of a car before, <laughs> got head in the car before. Oh, so, I don't know. Oh. You've been to church with me. Hi. I mean, this is if I was like doing that kind of stuff. I was okay. trying to give you a. Because I thought you was a virgin. Right. Virgin Willie. Mm-hmm. That's what they call me. Virgin Willie. Some people call me William. Some people call me Virgin Willie. That's what they call me. Um, Let's move on. <laughs> oh, now you want to move Right. On. People talk about support your friends. How do you support your friends? I buy your damn t-shirts. That's what I do. I mean, I'm, 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 waiting, to, I'm waiting to actually get the link so I can buy this. Don't, don't contact I'll me post, at the nine. I posted it on my Instagram. <laughs> and so, like well, then why don't you just follow the rest? You could have easily DM'd me. Okay. I don't be on social media. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, supporting friends. So definitely like supporting friends like for you, Will, like you have a t-shirt line and saying, hey, I bought your T-shirts, and then also too, I pubbed it on even my social media. Hey, that, to me, that's even more important. To mm-hmm. be honest, no, I appreciate anyone's going to buy anything and spend their actual money. Yeah. But, but for a lot of people, but also, money is easy though for them. And like ten dollars, twelve dollars, fifteen dollars means nothing. So to post something and share it on your timeline, a lot yeah. of times means something more. That's supporting my friends yeah. and how I do it. Like I feel like support looks different. In different Excellent. situations yep. because let's just say if one of my friends is hosting an event, I want to make sure I might have a busy schedule. I'm gonna make sure that I'm there yeah. to support my friend. Yeah. Uh, even if it 
I have a conflict or something like that, like I'm going to make sure I'm there because that's a priority for me. So I think supporting friends looks different in each situation. But I think as far as supporting friends, because I think a lot of times now the support is like you ain't talking about my stuff on social media Mm -hmm. because we're in a big social media presence world now. It's just like, okay, pub your friend stuff. Just like you pub this Popeye's chicken sandwich, pub your friend stuff. On your but social media. There's a I difference, guess. I will say, with it's, people aren't pubbing the Popeyes chicken sandwich. If people are talking advertising, about the, if, but if people are talking about the Popeyes chicken sandwich, it's not out of a place like let me support Popeyes. But you're talking about, yeah. But they're not. But there's a difference though. Like if you're my friend, I want you to do it because like, oh, this is my homie. Let me mm-hmm. post something. I think what he's doing is dope. First, mm-hmm. it's got to be dope. Mm-hmm. But then second. Yeah, but oh, that's my homie. What he's doing is dope, so I gotta let people know. Yeah. If people are posting about Popeyes, technically, technically, it comes from more of a selfish kind of space because it's not about Popeyes at all. It's literally about what you think of the sandwich, or it's about you trying to be funny and post a funny comment or a picture about Popeyes. So I don't like people comparing y'all out here supporting Popeyes, but you're not supporting your friends. That is literally not the same thing. Oh, like, the, the ones that they talk about now. Is if we spend so much money in our black communities, we'll be just as rich. These, these uh, fake woke people. Yeah. That I ain't heard. I first, of all, first of all, not everything yeah. that your homeboy is doing is dope. And I don't support it. Right. I'm sorry. Like, I got some friends. I got people that I support and love to death that are rapping. And their music's trash. I want to support them so bad. But I can't find a song that I like about them. So I can't. It'll be the same way. As in someone's like, yo, get me on at your job. And you know that they're a horrible employee. And you know that they're a horrible, a horrible employee. So why would I why would I support you and bring you to my job under my name and be like, yo, yeah. hire Chris? And I know that Chris is a horrible worker. Exactly. And now they're like, I'll never listen to Will again because exactly. he brought this weak ass nigga. So I'm not gonna, if what you're doing is trash, why should I post that? Like, help me figure out another way to support you. Yeah. But yeah, so. How do you, uh, madam, support your friends? Again, I think support looks differently. Right, no, just, just don't even get into that yet. Oh, I, had to, I had to. No, so friends friends about it after she you had said. The way I support my friends, I mean, it just depends on what it is that they have. How have on. you supported your friends? Period. I show up. There you go. I show up. I'm a, I'm a very physical presence person. Right. So they're telling me, and I don't have to go on social media to look for it. I'm there. Right. And I'm supporting them 100%. And not only am I there, but I'm bringing people with me. And so I think that that's what's important to know to know your friends because I can post all day on social media about something I got going on. But if you know your friends and know you have a friend that's never on social media and stuff, and then you can't get mad at her for not showing up if you're always just posting it on supporting social media. Because you didn't have the link in your blog. In your, uh, first of all, on Instagram, if you post a link in your caption, it's not just going to be the link or whatnot. It's going to show up as those silly ass website. So you can't just click on it. You have to put it in your bio. Thank you. And I'll be like, it's in the bio. Anywho. Who about the at the bio if I'm not on it? A lot of people go and look in the bio. If I'm not on Hold on. It's two clicks to go look at somebody's back anyways. Hmm. So you need to know your friends and how to reach <laughs> your friends. But that's even doper. You show up. First of all, you're using your time. 
Yeah, yeah time is very valuable. Is if I'm yeah. giving you my time, I'm giving you one of the most right. important that, aspects. That's showing more than anything that I support your cause. Exactly. And I, I show up. You. Yeah. A lot of times, time is more than money. Be exactly yes. because like i said money can be 15 dollars can mean nothing for you you can buy a shirt and then never wear it mm-hmm. i don't want for me if you're gonna buy a shirt i need you to wear that shit so other people can see, see it, it and be like oh where'd you get that shirt i need you to post it on social media you buying it and letting it sit in your closet mm-hmm. literally does nothing for someone That's true. that means nothing for someone but if i have an event and you come and then bring two people with you bring somebody with you that means a lot. That's way more than just the eight dollars you spent to come mm-hmm. or fifteen dollars you spent on a t-shirt or something. And when I yeah. get this shirt, we better take a picture. Right. And get yeah. Oh, you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a picture. Yeah. And you gotta make sure my head done too. Uh, Probably oh, yeah. when it's curly. Oh, when it's curly though. <laughs> but yeah, like it's like look, the way I support friends is there's so many different ways. Like if you have a podcast, and let's say I don't necessarily like enjoy listening to your podcast, it's mm-hmm. just not for me. But I'm going to let your podcast play in the background and just let it play. So you have a whole nother listener. Yeah. I will let it play and just turn it down a little bit. And then I'll be watching TV, but the podcast is playing. I can't hear it. But I'm, I want you to get another listen. I'm going to share right. your yeah, podcast yeah. on social media because maybe I don't enjoy it. But there's probably five people in my timeline that's going to see it that day that likes it. Yep. And that's actually one thing that I have done. I have a coworker. She does um, her poetry. On every Saturday, <laughs> every Saturday evening, what she used to yeah. for a while, and you know, for a while it was good. Actually, had two of her books that she she wrote. Mm-hmm. You know, supported her through that. Read through the books, didn't quite understand it because I mean, it was just like very uh, different. Yeah. So she has like this podcast that she does on Saturday nights. I did on Saturday nights, and the first one I heard, she would open it up. For the uh, <laughs> for the Q and A session part, and I was just like, "Dang, you know, I didn't really vibe with the topic, yeah, yeah. Right. but I know she gonna know no. that I heard yeah. it because I'm calling in yep. to let her know, like, hey, I'm, I really enjoy like let's talk about I'm this part. Yeah, yeah. And so, like for her, that just meant the entire world. Mm-hmm. The yep. fact that you know it wasn't dead, yep. people were actually talking to her, people were calling in, and you know. She was able to say, yeah, somebody loves me exactly. enough to actually listen and actually listen to, to have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that, that's the kind of thing to show, oh, I should keep going. I should keep going. That's all you mm-hmm. need is for someone because you may not necessarily enjoy what that friend is doing, but you know that what they're doing is dope. Right. So just let me know that I should keep going. So support can be just out of nowhere. You text me. Be like, yo, bro, I see what you've been doing. Keep doing your thing, man. I'm proud of you. That's mm-hmm. support. Support is, shoot, when I come, when I would come to Atlanta and visit, I'll always stay at your house. That's support. Always. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Where else you stay, <laughs> You can stay down on the couch. I mean, how, um, um, there's hosting. Host, nigga, please. <laughs> if you got friends that have an extra bedroom, you better open that shit up. My place, even if I don't have an extra bedroom, I always open my place up. No, nah, players. Niggas, no. Gotta, niggas know they always got. I do whatever I can do to support yeah. people that I love and that appreciate me. Like I support friends just by cooking for them. Yep, just cooking for them. Like that's a free that meal for them. Yeah, <laughs> it does. That's a free meal it really is. Like and so like me, I try. I have to catch myself to be like, I right, quit being sensitive or quit being a jerk or something. Yes. 
quit being a <laughs> jerk or something like that. I know y'all just really heard me say yes. She's asking me questions while I'm trying to talk about <laughs> Anyways. But I gotta about catch, his product. I got to uh, catch myself. Try to support. <laughs> She's imperfectionist. You, oh, now you want to be professional. My apologies. <laughs> Anyways, um, I should keep that sound and make it the intro. <laughs> but all right, I'm done. I'm going to the next one. <laughs> I hate all of y'all. But I don't see the honey, though. I see the anti one. <laughs> anyway, someone else said, Black culture is why this app is popular, but Black people aren't getting any of the credit for it. What do you? What is your first thing you think of when you hear that? Wait, black culture is the reason. Black why. culture is why this app, Twitter, is popular, but Black people aren't getting any of the credit for it. What mm. kind? Of, I don't understand. What kind of credit do do you, do you want a paycheck? Yeah, I don't get. Do you think that we're supposed to get a paycheck because they're not about to send a check out to every Black person that uses Twitter? Right? No. What do y'all want? What do y'all? What do we want from it? Niggas don't even know what they. That's what I was about to say. What do you niggas want? <laughs> That's your weapon. That's the title of this party. What, what do you, you think? <laughs> <laughs> what do you niggas want, bro? Really dope, like making something popular, having a like making thousands of dollars off of an ice cream stand, just something really dope. And then someone retweets it. How about uh, and she tags like Ellen in it. Hey Ellen, how about you make her popular like you made that white boy? Something like that. It's not Ellen's responsibility, right? Or they get mad at like there was a black girl that made the saying on fleek popular. Mm -hmm. She literally created the word. And then I got mad, but this girl didn't get no funding. That's kind of on her, though. Maybe, she should have capitalized on that. Maybe it's the recognition. Maybe that's Nigga, what. Fuck recognition. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe that'll be the title of his life. Fuck recognition. Like, I don't give a shit. Fuck your recognition, oh. nigga. Unless that recognition is going to lead to success, to money, money, to a seat at the table, to good credit, nigga. Like, fuck it's recognition. But I think also it's a bad a flip side to that as well. Like when they start tagging in older people, like people who they assume are in power. Yeah. Because now they're looking at that girl in the ice cream truck like, oh, that's that same girl that was out on the corner, but she don't have no license. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now she don't need to be on this corner. Yep. Yeah, some so racist ass white person gonna yeah. find them and be like, um, you can't <laughs> do this. You're always trying to finesse. Right. So it's just. To me, it looks like we're begging these famous white people or celebrities to save us. Like, stop! Own lane, my nigga. That's what I'm saying. Right. Stop begging these white All celebrities. These, a lot of these people, or any celebrities in general. Right. We look up to these people because they made a way out of nothing. Like the Jay Z's, the Kevin Hart's, the Oprah's, shoot, the Barack Obamas. Mm-hmm. They the Michelle's. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the Michelle's. Like all of yeah, that. Like. Exactly. I literally just said Beyonce. <laughs> All right. Equal. Beyonce, you equal. Can't, can't do nothing right. Equal. I literally said Beyonce. Like, I literally said that. You know what? This podcast is over. I'm tired of this shit. I ain't here with your accent. <laughs> I ain't got no accent. That may be Anyway. Right there. We, we look at these people and we want them to save us all the damn time. And we look at the, we look up to these people that made a way out of nowhere. 
But now we look like we begging on Twitter for Ellen to save us. Like, fuck Ellen. Let's Stop create our own begging. Lane. How about instead of begging Ellen, you find a way to help this young lady create something dope? How exactly. about you keep sharing her shit? Exactly. You DM her, be like, yo, how can I help you? There's so many people that I went to college with that I'm not necessarily like friends with. I was cool with them in college. We just don't talk on a mm-hmm. on a certain on a consistent basis yeah, or whatnot. Yeah. But when I see something that they're doing is dope, I will another way I support people, I will DM them like, yo, what I what you're doing is dope as hell. Yeah. If there's any way I can help you, let me know. And that can be anything. I'm not some expert or anything, but I mean people know me just to give that, that support. Yes. So be it you be on my podcast and mm-hmm. you got a whole not, not saying I got hundreds of thousands of followers on my podcast, yeah. but that's a whole nother type of people, a uh, lane of people that you would have never, never known about. Exactly. And if I got 50 people that listen to my podcast, if three of them are like, bro, what he's doing is dope. Mm-hmm. That's three people right there. And then that's a hundred people they know. Like that's more people right there. So how about we figure out a way to help one another? So I will DM you. I DM people all the time. Just to let them know, yo, you look happy as hell right now. Whatever you're doing, just keep doing what you're doing. This nigga DMing people. You look <laughs> Men, happy. Women, yeah. Thank you. Men, I ain't trying oh. to call that these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said these hoes ain't going to do a shop. All women do a shop. Fuck them. Niggas gonna nigga and women gonna win. <laughs> Maybe that's the title of this podcast. <laughs> Niggas gonna nigga and women gonna win. Can't say not that none of y'all. But I support the hell out of people. Even if I haven't talked to you in six months, if I see what you're doing is dope, I see that you posting all these videos of like you cooking and mm-hmm. it looks like you about to turn that into something and the actual pictures and videos look good of your food. Right. <laughs> they actually look good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write you and tell yeah. you, bro, like, this is dope as hell. Whatever I can do, just let me know. It can mm-hmm. be anything. And I think that's also really good because some people, they really just need that. They need mm-hmm. that inspiration. They need that they encouragement. They could have yeah. themselves in, you know, that one little DM. Could have been like, yep. damn, like I need to keep going. Some, somebody mm-hmm. that I haven't talked to in six, eight months, they really like looking out for me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. maybe I should keep going. So that is very good. Thank yes. you. And that's why, like, if people don't really support me, I try not to think about that. And it's crazy because it can be 20 people that support the hell out of what you're doing, that will buy your shirt, that share your podcast, that come to an event that you do, or just tell you how dope you are, but you focus on those two people. That are your friends that never support anything that mm-hmm. you do. And it's just wild how the human brain like is like that. Like there's studies that show that the negative things hold more weight in your brain than positive mm-hmm. things. And it's so silly. So I have to catch myself. Like I got a homegirl who's like my friend. She's never bought a shirt from me. She doesn't share my podcast. She asked to be on my podcast. And I'm like, you don't even listen to it, but you want to be on it. And you don't listen to it or share it, but you keep asking to be on it. But then she'll send me, and she's never bought a shirt, but she'll send me a picture. Should I buy this shirt? I'm like, bitch, Ooh. you buy any shirt these white people on there, but you ain't never bought a shirt from me. Like, I even told you, I'll give you a discount. I'll give you a discount on the shirt. And you buying shirts with fucking Fraser on it and well, fucking Seinfeld and these well, white ass people. Well, first of all, you shouldn't be giving a discount. That's another topic. Why she as blacks money. giving? Why do we as black people why feel the need to give discounts. discounts? We need to stop that. If we want to support our friends, do it Pay full full price. full price. Well, that's that was my old. Not just full that, price, but, but be totally all in to yeah. your friends. Support going yeah. to events, 
stop wanting to get discounts, whether it be monetary or otherwise, for your friends' businesses because we want to make sure our friends are in the right positions, just like the, our white counterparts. Them the full exactly everything. Yep, it's we have that mindset in our community where it's like we think we deserve. Something for free or mm-hmm. discounted I mean, if we don't take off of that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're gonna take off of that shift, because it right. went from like yeah. 18 to 25 dollars real quick. Oh, I don't know, 25. 23.50. Your shirt? Oh, that shirt? Really? T-shirt, oh. Yeah. Depends on which one you That's bought. That's what I said. Hey, well, bro. Who after this? You need, a, yeah, <laughs> you need to cut that down a My little God. bit. <laughs> What is your stuff? Oh, I was supposed to know. Shipping don't come back to me, so fuck me. No, I definitely support the hell. I mean, I appreciate the hell out of that because people, I, it's just crazy. It's like, especially people that have access to you think that because they have access to you or that they know you. And I'm not going to say just black people, period, but just people, period. In general, in general human nature is like, oh, I, already, I have access to them and I know them. I shouldn't have to pay, I shouldn't have to pay full price for this. Like, no, like, how do you think I'm supposed to build something? I can't. I can't get to a place where I can give you something for free if you keep asking to get to stuff it, for right. free. Like, let me get let me get to that place. If I'm at that place, hell yeah, I got mm-hmm. you. But I'm not there yet. I can't just be giving out free shit. Niggas got bills. Exactly. Yes. And then you got but people act like they're the only one with bills. Exactly. Like, oh, I'm the only one with a bill. These niggas ain't got bills. Um, but you know what? A lot of people who don't understand the concept of support. They missed the whole idea of behind paying full price. Behind the scenes work. Yeah. They don't know that it it is an overhead charge. Yep. I mean, you have to pay for the material. Yeah. You have to pay for we would know shit. That. Yeah, all that. Shit. When I would mail stuff out to people and I would like, and I didn't really count that part in when I first started doing stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, and they're like, yeah, I'm bad. And I'm like, yeah, I got you just $16. You can cash out me. It's cool. How do you want to pay for it? And I get the $16, and then I go to ship it to them. I'm like, God dang, this is rose at $23. Exactly. Now I'm paying $7 for you to buy one of my products. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And right. you're not making money off of that. Nope. Yep. I'm so, spending money now. Exactly. And, now, and then I'm spending money, and you not even posting it on social media for people to know about it. Mm-hmm. So this is costing me an arm and a leg, and you ain't not doing shit. Right. Anyways, um, moral of the story. Support your friends and quit thinking that just because they're your friend that you deserve something half off because we all trying to build something dope. That's very true. So um, we come to the end of the podcast. Um, I appreciate everybody for listening. Shit's been real today. <laughs> I've had several mimosas, some kind of tipsy. Ooh. Let me count my several. Several. Um, I just want to say I appreciate everybody for listening. If anybody listened this whole way through, Shout out. Um, Chris, you got something you want to say? Yes. Follow me on my social media. <laughs> K.Williams1. On Instagram. Oh, Instagram. And then obviously look me up. Christopher Williams on Facebook. Follow me. Dope stuff happening in my life. This nigga. <laughs> Do you want to say anything, madam? I mean, y'all don't know who I am. I'm Dom. <laughs> and we'll just leave it at that. I'm not on social media. Well, my presence is not um, as lively 
as Mr. Wills and Mr. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but um, y'all should see me pop up on one of the social media profiles. But um, I appreciate y'all for listening, like always. I love y'all. Thank y'all. Um, y'all be blessed out in these streets. Um, and do something for somebody and then pay it forward. Once again, thank y'all for listening to the Chicken and Liquor Hour. Y'all be blessed. Peace, niggas. <laughs>